It's the Slightly Crap Film Podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. We're back again, still in lockdown, kind of, although it's easing now. So if you want to go and stand in the rain near Primark for a bit, then you can. Uh, this is the this is the slightly crap film podcast, isn't it, Ed? It is. Yeah, this is the this is the podcast where we we select um, some of our own favourite slightly crap films and some yeah. recommendations from you guys. So we've got we've got a couple of well a, a number of films to talk about later on in the show today. So that's that's pretty yeah. exciting. But um, as always, we'll start with a little bit about. URI and see what we've been up to. So I, yeah. uh, I, I believe you've got a few updates for me. How go on? A few updates. I've well, no pressure. Ne- <laughs> I've just been, well, I've just been out a bit more. Um, I went to the supermarket the other day for the first time since um, sort of towards the end of March. Well, you know, I love a good it, supermarket story. Well, there weren't much to say, to be honest. I went in and um, just went round and got me shopping. It was like a normal day. actually didn't notice anything different. People sort of being very indifferent to one another. People leaving trolleys right in the middle of the aisles really selfishly. You've missed um, it. Pardon? You've missed it, haven't you? I've missed that action. So that's, that's <laughs> back now, so I'm really pleased. Um, I thought there was going to be a new normal, and it hasn't happened. Yeah. It's just the same old. I went. I went there. to. Um, I went to Morrison's, and I had to yeah. queue for about four seconds to get in. Um, Did you? Yeah, it's all over now, isn't it? And once I was in, it was just a free for all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all over, isn't it? No one's doing any social distancing once you get into a supermarket. I went down to Spa though in nearby village because they've got a post office. I went down to Spa there, and for ages it's been two people only in the whole shop. And I'm not kidding, it's massive the shop, and they've had like two people at a time. I wouldn't mind, but there's three of them behind checkout. You know what I mean? <laughs> And they're not socially distancing, but they've been. <laughs> there's always been a queue outside of people looking really cheesed off. I'm sure I've mentioned it before when I left with my bottles of lager clanging, and people were like, "He's taken about half an hour to pick them." So uh, I went. I went down there the other day, and it was straight in. No worries. All social distancing stickers have been pulled up, gone. Yeah. They're in the bin, in recycle now, and they're just cracking on. And so that that was me all all shopping stuff. Went for um, went for a walk with dog, and we found a new walk. And it was quite. It was the other day when it was really sunny, and we walked round a corner, and there was this enthusiastic runner came was coming belting round the corner. Can I, the can dog I? Fr- the dog freaked out, and the runner. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was like the dog went mental. Like who's this in lycra? But barking, and then the, but the runner was like, "What the hell?" You know, they just didn't expect to see anyone. It was brilliant, and um, I just stood there. Oh, I held the dog because she she can be a bit edgy. Yeah, 
I love that. I love that your um, your exciting stories of the week amount to I've been shopping and, and had a stroll around my house. It's where I am now. <laughs> it's where it is. It's how I'm. It's how I'm rolling. I tell you what, I have been doing. I've been. I promised. I promised um, my whole family. I, I gathered them round at the beginning of lockdown, and mm. I promised them I won't buy any vinyl. And I, I promised them, but I did have my fingers crossed when I promised them. But oh, I managed to sustain it for about twelve weeks, and then it was dead funny the other day. Like Amazon's been coming round all the time with one thing and another, but no vinyl. And then suddenly the other day, the vinyl started to arrive because towards the end <laughs> of last week, I just broke, mate. I broke. <laughs> Nothing's happened. I'm looking at my phone. I'm on eBay. I'm on Amazon, and there's stuff coming out, and I'm thinking, oh, I want that. I need the soundtrack to Hawk the Slayer I need that soundtrack I've wanted it for ages I want it I've always wanted it since I first watched that film on ITV in about 1982 I've always wanted that that'll be on our crap film podcast I tell you Hawk the Slayer I'd like it to be I'm going to set it for homework. Well, can we can we have that as the first thing to be set for homework, mate? Yeah, you can set me homework. I, I set myself homework a week ago. I wanted to watch Condor, man. But oh, trying yeah. to get hold of that is quite difficult. It's not on any of the streaming. It's not on DVD. Um, yeah. The, the best I could find was an eBay copy of it on VHS that was sold <laughs> really I, I think it is one of those you have to wait for the telly repeat but I, I wonder if it's only on Disney now yeah uh, well I've got Disney Plus and funnily enough oh. it's not listed on them at the moment so alright oh, so if anyone's yeah. got a DVD of Condor Man and they want to send it me do I, I have you seen it, it. Um, uh, well seen it? I may have seen it as a child but I, I don't remember really the only thing I remember about Condor Man, right, and I'm only going to mention this, and then we can talk about it properly when you've when you've got a copy. Uh, but I don't know where I'm going to get a copy if you haven't got a copy. <laughs> um, is that I remember I loved Michael Crawford because of some mothers do have him, yeah. and I loved Oliver Reed because of Oliver Reed. Yeah, and, there's some stories uh, about him around that film. I was reading <laughs> oh, all we could about do a whole it. podcast on him, <laughs> um, and I know a load of those stories. But the thing about Oliver Reed in that. Uh, is is mint but also the thing about that film is it just reminds me of bank holidays before they changed the trading laws in the like the 80s right so uh, condor man was on itv one bank holiday and it was the highlight of the day because bank holidays were just chuffing boring it was radio times films and that was it wasn't it there were nothing mate nothing it was a desert (laughs) so uh, yeah but homework wise Condor Man sounds great if anyone can get hold of it but I'd like I'd like Hawk the Slayer to be on there and I'm going to watch it hold on can I just check whether it was a joke or not have you actually bought Hawk the Slayer on vinyl the sound. I'm sorry mate it it arrived today (laughs) and and I got a bollocking I'd give you a bollocking (laughs) mate it's a gate it's just brilliant it's classical music at its finest right and it's Hawk the Slayer okay <laughs> honestly it, I think it's on Amazon and I will go and check while, while we're I'm, I'm almost with you I'll but check. not okay um, I don't well, think I've seen Hawk the Slayer though so I can't really judge too harshly those who know those who know know they get it so in other in other news mate in other news there ain't any other news oh you're boring just, on, honestly it's just <laughs> been I think I put a new screen on my phone did that that were exciting yeah. I've been working though I've been, I've been filmmaking <laughs> that's quite exciting I've been making little films for um, a curriculum 
Is this um, your BBC work? No, no, I've done that. Oh, That's yeah. finished. So you're doing yeah, more films. So you're basically a filmmaker now. It's your new thing. I'm, I'm essentially an iMovie filmmaker. I'm making them on my phones. But I made I made a really good one where well, we took the cat to the vet. This is actually quite a good story. Oh, God. Right, it doesn't took, sound like it. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, right, I'll got, be patient. Just bear with me. We've got a cat called Basil who's mint, right? He's just top banana. He's got a sister called Sybil. So we've got Basil and Sybil, which is quite controversial, faulty towers <laughs> at the moment. But Basil and Sim- Sybil, Sybil's a little one, she's proper streetwise. Basil is a bit like Lenny from Of Mice and Men, right? So you've got a picture of him as a cat. <laughs> and the other day he came out, he just came into the room and he was winking, right? He was winking at us and like, look at cat, look at Baz, he's winking. And even, even our lad Tommy is like, Dad. Basil's winking at us and he was we took him to the vet and our vet brilliant she's called Mac and she said like he's gone and got himself an eye infection so we've been putting these drops in his eyes and if you've ever tried putting eye drops in a cat I I can't say I have but keep going right it's the opposite of buzzing right (laughs) they're they're not happy about it but what's brilliant about our Baz is you drop the the drops in and he's just like he forget he doesn't hold a grudge He's like, he's like. While you're holding him, he's like proper angry about it. Legs going mental. You're proper holding him really tight, and then you just let him go, and he's fine. He doesn't hold a grudge, and I think we could learn a lot from that, Ed. I think, yeah, you know the way you the could, world you could is. Cash in on that. He could do a keynote for you. He could. He could. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to get him some bookings for September. Oh, I've seen him on Twitter already moaning about consultants they? getting booking. <laughs> yeah, they're all there now. Going, oh. What in what crap inset have you, has your senior leadership got lined up for you oh then? Oh dear. Well, I tell you what. Um, if it was a cat delivering it, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be up for a winking you're cat. Not, you're not going to get a critic there, are you? No, <laughs> you're not. And the thing about cats are they do what they want anyway. The cats aren't bothered about Twitter. I am, that. but they're not. You think anyway, they would be so with a name like Twitter? Yeah, you think they'd be interested? Shuffling, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not interested in oh, are they? Anyway. So I'm at the vets. Anyway, my wife's taken Basil into the vet to get his eye drops. And I'm sat outside and I'm looking at this lock-up. There's just this lock-up on this land behind the vets. And I'm thinking, whose is that? And what do they keep in it? <laughs> and so I started filming it. And then I filmed myself just saying, do you, I don't know if you've ever heard that Tom Waits song, What's He Building In There? No, I haven't, but it sounds good. Oh, it's mint, right? Get on Spotify. What's he building in there? <laughs> they say he gets packages. You know, you want to listen to that. And I'm like thinking, what's it, what's being built in there? So I basically tell a story to my phone about um, about a time machine being built in there. And I, I just took the story on. And actually, I've really enjoyed making these little vignettes. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving them to a, a set of schools down south. Um, so they've got subtitles on them and, <laughs> because they don't understand my English. Nobody does. So, so. No, I know. So um, I, I think I might just do some more. I think they, I think they're all right. They, they're just to get kids writing and get imagination going. So I have actually enjoyed that. But all of that came from um, Basil's winking eye. Well, all, the 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 image I'm left with in that story is that of a confused vet trying to figure out if you're serious or not, telling him that that your cat's sick and the whole time your cat's just going 
and giving a bit of a, <laughs> oh, giving yeah. a bit of a oi oi wink at the bit bed. of a visual. <laughs> but if you're listening to this at home, just wink, and that's what our cat's doing. Yeah. His winking's got less now, though. He's, I wonder he's if people actually wink when you say wink. I bet that's a psychological thing. Someone somewhere's just winking now. Yeah, I bet he is. I wonder. Touch Have your you nose. winked? Have you just Slap winked? Slap your face. Let us know if you've winked. And I'm, I'm, I'm now thinking about Ark the Slayer. So, what have you been up to, Ed? Uh, well, I have. I, I'm feeling quite um, euphoric actually right now because I've, cool. I've had a really busy week. But I, yeah, I knew that it would culminate in a very busy Thursday, which is now. Yeah. Um, and I'm through the hardest bits, and all that's left is the fun bits. And <laughs> what I'm left with tomorrow is. Um, out of my set of trainees that I look after, I think I've got two left who I just need to do a little bit with before they finish. Yeah. The, the rest have gone. And mm. I know I talked about this last time. I really don't, yeah. I don't... I don't want this to be framed as I'm glad they're gone because that's not it. No, it's, no. it's more about pride that they got through. But um, yeah. it's um, just because of the times, not because they were really... Yeah. They're brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But um, mm. I'm just... It, it clears so much headspace for me to... to sure to think about other things for a bit um, uh, unfortunately a lot of that stuff is still work but but I enjoy my work so I'm not, I don't mind yeah um, so and tonight uh, you'll like this go on tonight I'm, I'm a, I've been a bit ambitious and generous uh, and I, I spoke to a friend of mine who lives up the road and we, yeah. we sometimes play like board games and stuff in the week and, yeah. and, and have a beer and stuff and just catch up yeah he's a really nice guy and um, but we have, we've not been able to do it obviously because of what's been going on yeah. And I thought, you know what, sod it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out. So oh. I bought him a board game on Amazon, which is a board yeah. game that I've got. And I thought, this will be, if we've both got the same board game, and if you think about it right and get the right one, that, that's quite easy to... It's not got too many visuals to focus on. Yeah. Um, we could try and play it over like Zoom or something. Yeah. So tonight, Matthew, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to try and play the Jaws board game through oh, zoom because wow. and i know you've got it as well but the board is a it's really weird. simple board and yeah. and it's got descriptions of every little panel so it's quite easy to describe yeah. where anything is yeah. and the whole purpose of the first round is is the the things that are hidden i.e. the shark yeah. um so he's got a copy of it i've got a copy of it and the way we're going to try and do it is that either he or i will shuffle the few cards that are involved in it yeah. And that'll be the person who pulls out the random cards, and then the other person yeah. just gets those cards out of their deck to emulate it so that they can see what's out on the board and stuff. Um, it could be brilliant or it could be an absolute farce, <laughs> but either way, it's going to be really good fun. And by coincidence, I said to I said to him, "I bought you a present. I don't even know if it's your birthday." And he went, "Oh, it was yeah. three days ago." And I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, wow. I, I mean, happy birthday." <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll give you an update next week on whether that was a success. Yeah, that's that's adaptation for our times, isn't it? That is definite adaptation. And, and to be honest. I mean, I had had a drink when I was trying to get the rules sorted, but fortunately my wife stepped in and (laughs) did all the rule translation. I really loved it playing that board game. So, yeah, tell us more about that. That would be great to hear how that went. If it works, I know someone else, Hal Roberts, who's got that board game, and they'll be next. (laughs) Zoomed, yeah. I think, I'll tell you what I saw the other day, I don't know if you've seen it, Ed, is um, a board game of The Shining. No. Yeah, but it's where I saw it. It's sold out, but that happened with the Jaws game. Needs. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you like The Shining? Uh, as a film? I love the film. I yeah. absolutely cannot stand the book. Okay. Well, I I really like. Oh, <laughs> we're doing this on Zoom and. Ed suddenly got this amazing background that's really cut his shoulders off, so he looks like he's got a massive head. Um, I didn't expect that. Do you like my that's, backgrounds? I like that background, <laughs> mate, yeah. Um, no, right, The Shining board game as well, is um, that's out there. I don't know if anyone's seen it or, or played it, but it, it sounds pretty cool. I th- yeah, well, I'm, I've seen a few, actually, that look amazing, like because of Kickstarter and, and so on. There are a lot of um, super exciting looking board games that capitalise on nostalgia of 80s, 80s movies and stuff. Yeah, and yeah I'm, I'm all for that. So if you, if you find it, you buy it, I'll play it with you. Yeah. And then, Definitely, I, then there's mate, no cost right. to me. I'm, I'm, that's great. Well, that's, it's a win win for you, mate. <laughs> it's a win win for you. What else have you been up to? Um, well, that was the, I think that was the main thing, and that's the most exciting stuff I've got going on. Um, my book that's been delayed by like three months or something is back on the cards so that's quite exciting oh yeah I've finished all my side of it but the illustrator um, sort of tragically got um, got Covid but she's fine now. She's, God, she's, yeah. she's been alright but she's been in hospital she's come out of hospital now she's getting better she texted me today to say she's starting work again today so hopefully yeah um, that'll be out soon-ish because I've, I've as I say it's written it's all done and she's probably done about three quarters of, of her side of things so yeah. it just needs a, a few nudges and then it's good to go so I'm quite excited about that coming out um, yes. and that's my first uh, dive into um, primary specific stuff so all my other stuff's been sort of secondary or, 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 or yeah. secondary with primary and this one is entirely um, sort of l- lower age group sort of key stage 2-3 is kind of where I've pitched it but um that's you know I'm excited about that I haven't really done much um, I, I, when, I, when I wrote my first book I, I, I ended up with three books coming out within the space of I think about 16 months God. so it's just like book after book and then I've, I've had a bit of a gap of what is it two years two and a half years now mm. um, which I know is not a huge amount of time but it's, it feels nice to be putting something else out there yeah, and and well, you you you're busy with stuff. This is my this is my book here. Look, I saw that you've. Um, Can you hear it? Can you hear it? That's uh, my book. Yeah, but but that, I've not. I've got to just, rewrite it. You've just pulled that out of a printer pad. No, it's, it's just here because <laughs> this is. The, the, I've spent a lot of time in meetings and um, over the last few days with these Zoom meetings and things yeah. like that, and I, I've just got it in front of me, and all I want to do is just do it and get on with it, and and. I, I'm 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 worried it's never going to happen. <laughs> so why do you want to rewrite? Are you, are you joking when you say you want to rewrite it? Or no, no, I, ju- I just I've done a draft and I, I want to just I've had some feedback on off it on yeah. it from from my publisher, which is totally cool and helpful. And I just and the, the feedback's really ace, and I want to sort of and it's sort of giving me a real spur and, and a load of confidence. But I, it's literally a time thing and I feel like I need to just re, re revert to how I was when I was a student mm. I was an, I did an English degree and I worked best I think night time I think if I start work at 10pm bottle of red wine fi- finish at about um, 
finish at about 3am and I'd probably get a load done but that's not how I live my life these days but that's how I lived then I was very prolific and good at writing mm. when I was uh, a younger man I've struggled with um, getting up and I suppose this is the big achievement for me and again I think I talked about it briefly on in the last podcast but I made myself a pledge this week to get out of bed at 6.30 yeah. and do an hour on research and PhD stuff. Just an hour. But no one's up at that time. Yeah. Um, including me, normally. But our alarm goes off at 6, so I'm awake anyway. And it's light outside, mm. so of course, you know, I'm waking up. Um, and I thought, it doesn't sound like much doing an hour, but that's five hours a week, which is five hours more than I've been doing for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, and I've stuck to it. I've done, I've done it every day this week. Um, for the first time yeah. and it's been joyous and, and it sounds ridiculous to say joyous because as soon as you say PhD everyone goes oh my god how awful mm. and a lot I would say probably the vast majority of people who do a PhD hate the damn thing towards the end because they're sick to death of it um, but I still love mine <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but it's just it's so hard to do because of mm where I am in life now like when I did my mm. masters we lived abroad and the job I was doing would finish uh just after lunch but it would start yeah. crazy early um but it would it would finish just after lunch and the kids were much younger then and they'd be asleep by half 7 so I used to go to bed yeah. at half 7 with them and wake up again at 9 and just plow through 3 hours of work and it was super it was super like constructive work and yeah and it worked for me and it didn't bother me it didn't affect my um it, you know sleep patterns or anything like that in a, in a negative way and i just got it done i loved every minute of it and I, and i and i aced it and you didn't realize that those were the salad days yeah exactly <laughs> and now i'm just like i took on this phd thinking well i can you know i've, I've done this before i know it's big yeah. i know it's bigger i know it's more but but i've done it before i'll just do it again yeah and i didn't realize my deadline's in september right which means Gosh. i've been doing this thing since 2014 <laughs> 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 or not doing it as it would seem um, yeah. And when you look back at that amount of time, it's just like Jesus. I've barely done anything. Like I'm, I mean, I've got the data. I've done all that stuff, but the writing. Yeah. And it's, it's because it's, I just don't have that kind of freedom of time anymore. I know, and and it's, I suppose it's that in it. And and the other thing that makes it worse is in re on reflection, we're all going to look at this lockdown and perhaps you know. And I'm just. For one moment, I'm just ignoring all the bad stuff and awful stuff that's yeah. going on. But you know, many of many people will look back on this um, lockdown and, and think, uh, "What did I do? You know, what did I do?" Yeah, with my time? Yeah. I, I was thinking, "Oh, I can write a book," but then I realised, "Oh, I need to pay the mortgage or mm. make a living, you know, and, and sustain sustain my family." That's yeah. what actually I need to do rather than write a book. Um, and and I think. I mean, we've, I don't know. It's 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 just things change, don't they? And and yeah, yeah. Circumstances. Change. I'll tell you a nice perk of. I mean, I, I Zoom drives me crazy. Zoom has become the yeah. word that makes everyone roll their eyes now. But the yeah. one thing that's great about Zoom is if you are in a job, and I think most of us are, that involves a lot of meetings. Yeah. Meetings. If if you're hosting it, here's a here's a hint. If you're hosting a Zoom meeting, cut it off quick. You know, you can finish a meeting much quicker than you can in... Yeah. I find in, in the ones in person, 
drag on a bit because there's so much chatting about other stuff which is lovely but you're not going to do that on zoom so so your zoom meetings are much shorter but in some ways you think that's great but the 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 downside is you end up just doing twice as many in a day (laughs) yeah yeah and i think yeah i think you're right i think that's um and that's what's happened to me is that i seem to have it's quite it's, it's been great by the way and i'm not moaning about the people i'm meeting with i love it I love seeing these people. It's been brilliant, but it does it does mess with you. It it messes with you because you're right. It's almost like you become too efficient. Mm. Yes, I can have four meetings. I mean, I, I was just a little bit late meeting with you because I just squeezed in a ten minute meeting with someone. Yeah. Did, you know, oh, does that mean I you missed to see him? Does that mean you missed the funny Zoom story at the start of the meeting? I was oh I was practically uh, not in this one because sorry for listeners Hal's in another meeting with me oh no, no <laughs> just before no, this I've been in another meeting as well I've been in like <laughs> we need we need I've a been with you this is my second time with you I've been meeting someone else it's it's just been mad did you did you hear the Zoom story at the start of the work no call? okay no, I can, I, can I relay it because yeah. I was wetting yeah. myself so we have to do interviews on Zoom now for for the university right. um, and one of my colleagues was doing some kind of interview with 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 a a candidate um, and then at the end of the meeting you just cut off don't you go okay see you later but but, yeah. but for us we, we just host and there's a waiting room so they drop in and out but we stay on yeah. so, so she goes alright see you later then and he's supposed to or she is supposed to yeah. sign out but didn't but thought they had <laughs> and then they're on a phone call <laughs> saying all sorts of shit <laughs> oh no no and, and she's like there going hello you're still on you're still on this hello <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst no, I, I worry about that so much like I don't know if you've done this already but I, I we share our screens all the time in these zooms yeah and you share it with like say 20 people in a meeting and um, the the bit I always forget to do is stop sharing it at the end, and then people are talking to you, and you're just like doodling with the mouse on your screen and yeah. stuff. And I just think, oh my god, what if I was like flicking onto Facebook or something, and it was shared with <laughs> yeah. everybody? Oh no, that's funny. Oh god, that is funny. Anyway, Zoom backgrounds—that's that's my other favourite thing. I'm going to show you. I've shown you two of my Zoom backgrounds so far. So obviously yeah. listeners can't see it, but so far we've had was it the Brady Bunch, the first one? Yeah, the Brady Bunch. Now I've there. got the shining up. Are you, are you ready for a couple more? Yeah, just, go just on. See what we've this got. is great podcast material. I know what well, everyone's good. Well, if you laugh, it's good. If you don't, then okay. I'm just going to stop straight away. Okay, go. All right, here we go. Well, I'll, I'll describe what's behind me. I've got um, a picture. I don't know if you can see. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's Twilight. You've got a picture of those two from Twilight. Oh. Have you watched that film Underwater? I said that it sounded funny. That Underwater. That was very strange enunciation. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I'll try it again. Have you watched that film Underwater? Um, not. Have you watched that film? Have you watched that film, comma Underwater? I've not been underwater watching any films. Um, is the film? There's called a film with her in K- Underwater. <laughs> is it? Is she called Kirsten Bell? Yeah. Who's the Kristen Ker- Bell? Who's Kristen. I was thinking she was called Kirsten Ball. That's that's. She, I wish she was. That's a nice back, background. Ed's got a background now, like one of those T-shirts that people wear—a black T-shirt with like a, a shamanic wolf on, with a, a dream catcher. That's what. That's the sort of. That's the sort Can of T-shirt. You imagine going that into Ed a board wears. meeting with this. 
yeah, with that behind you. It's honestly, it's a massive. He's got a massive wolf behind him. Kristen Stewart. Kind of Kristen Stewart is Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. And um, behind me, I've just got a picture of Harrison Ford and Sean Your background's Connery. Well, boring. It just looks like Indiana loft. Jones and the Last Crusade. It's what? It's like I'm in a loft. <laughs> I am in a loft. I get fed twice a day. And I've just been up here for like 12 weeks. <laughs> Sounds like you're having a great time, Ed. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm amusing myself with Zoom backgrounds. It's pathetic, really, but it's quite fun. Um, I can't stop thinking about Hawk the Slayer now. Well, on that we doing- note, I just wanted to say, um, you, you know, you mentioned how you just kind of caved and went mad on Amazon and you've probably just yeah. bought, you, bought shares I did, worth I did of cave. stock. I broke, I broke myself. Uh, I was just a broken. similar thing. I mean, I'm trying not to do, I, I don't want to sound all self-righteous now, Hal, but I'm trying mm. not to buy from Amazon because of tax reasons. Uh, yes, I understand <laughs> that. I, I know what you mean, but I can't cope but, um, with it. But I, 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 it's bloody hard though. I keep going back to them. It's like a drug, but um, yeah. we we looked at our finances the other day and we we're like, oh my god, we haven't spent hardly spent anything this month. And then I, I'm sure everyone in the whole country does this. If that ever, ha- if you're fortunate enough that that happens to you, within about yeah. twelve hours maximum, after You've a slow on, burn yeah. in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm just gonna buy everything now. <laughs> yes. What we need, yeah. Well, that's what's happened. That has happened. Eh? See, I've I've not been buying vinyl. But my goodness me, we've been still getting loads of packages coming through. <laughs> so I bought, um, this is the man-child in me. I've bought probably my body weight in comics. I've bought a load of comics. Oh, have you? I haven't bought comics for years, but I was like, I want to read some comics. So I'm reading all sorts now. Oh, yeah? I think I think it's probably in revolt, or, you know, in a kind of rebellion against the PhD. Like, spend half yeah. my day reading fecking journals and stuff. Yeah. Spend the other half reading Peanuts and Garfield. <laughs> Did you used to read Mad? No. I know it's American. Did you used to read Mad magazine? Mad magazine. No, no. It's, it's just but you stopped, know it, hasn't don't it? You? They've, they've literally, like, this year stopped it, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, that rings a bell, actually. But I used to, like... I mean, it was really hard to get a hold of. You were, you had to be in a in particular kinds of news agents in the 80s mm. to be able to get a copy of mad but sometimes you could or you could get them on mail order yeah. you know so you had to send the value in stamps and i remember like getting the um i can't i said i can remember i'm trying to think now i'm sure it was like an indiana jones version of um you know they do pastiches of of the the latest movies and stuff you know in mad um yeah so i just that just dropped in my memory then mm. i i have never read it i've never read it at all the only thing the only thing i know about mad magazine is uh, i'm uh, I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago about Tom Le- Tom Lehrer, the um, American mathematician who did a load of songs like the the Elements oh, yeah, yeah. song and stuff. He was yeah. in Mad Magazine once, and that's pretty much right. my entire right. thing. He, invent- I mean, he invented I- Jello shots, you know, Tom Lehrer, mathematician invented Mention- Jello invented shots. what Jello what? shots. You know what a Jello what? shot is, don't you? No, where you, where you like basically make je- jelly with alcohol. Like spirits, and you eat. Oh, you right, eat the, yeah. You eat the jelly. Oh, I didn't realise we were going all American, Ed. Oh, should I oh, call gee. it? A, should I call it a jelly gee. jelly shot? Yeah, yes, that, he- <laughs> I, that would help. I love that you couldn't yeah. get the context from Jello shot, but jelly shot, you you with Jello shot, Jello shot. Yeah, he invented no, those when he was in the military me. to try and get alcohol. In. 
quite clever, that's, really. Right, oh, that's great. He, he sounds like, a, to be honest, he sounds like a right card. He's, he's, a, t- he's he? a top guy. Yeah, I, I remember you guy. describing him. Oh, can I tell you something else funny that happened? I promise it is funny, though. Well, it might not be now. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no, well, I, I'm, I'm, I've been following on Twitter a great bunch of people called The Daily Jaws. Oh, and they're, a they're good, great. I follow them. They're a good crew, and I recommend a follow. I mean, it helps if you, if you don't like Jaws or you're allergic to sharks or something. It might not be the thing for you. But, right, they're doing this thing. They're premiering this Saturday night. They are premiering on YouTube June the 20th, I think that is. Is that Saturday? Could be. Eight, or is it Friday? It's what? Could be. Do Eight you want me to flip in check? Does it, oh, no, it's does Saturday. It have any bearing yeah. on on the Saturday. Story? Shush now. Sorry. On, <laughs> on Saturday, they're premiering their very own. It's going to be brilliant. They're premiering their version of Jaws. Now, let me tell you what this is called. This is all about. They've done this thing. They've been doing it for a few months called Jaws We Make. Not a Jaws Remake, a Jaws We Make. And all that means is they've invited people to film their own little bits from Jaws. And what oh, they've done is funny. edit it all together into one movie. Now, as we've been speaking, I've just <laughs> tweeted it from our uh, slightly crap film oh podcast God, Twitter account. brilliant already. It's absolute. Even the trailer, right? The trailer is funny <laughs> as because it's just basically people acting. But the thing is, me and my wife are in it. Oh, really? We are got in a the scene. movie. We've got a clip. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you go to our Twitter feed, I'll try and get it on the Facebook feed later. But I've just literally put it on now. It's it's, it's hilarious because it's like someone sat pretending to be on a boat but in their front room. <laughs> But proper giving it some proper acting. Oh, I'll get God. you that shark. You know, and so that's it's it's commemorating forty five years of Jaws, uh, and the anniversary of the release of Jaws is uh, on Saturday. So what a um, brilliant idea! Jaws. The hashtag is Jaws. We make and um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. It'll just be really funny because you don't have to. You obviously these are all strangers, but they're all people united yeah. by the the Daily Jaws people, but also by Ross and the Daily Jaws team. And but it's people who are united in a love for that film and I'd, I'd, I'm just it's hilarious and I know a lot of our listeners have got an affection for the film because they've got no choice so is that great. Tim Vine what it looks Where? like Tim no. Vine's in the oh, advert it could well be Tim Vine yeah it looks yeah it is isn't it it's Tim Vine yeah yeah on the clip yeah, yeah. have you got it there yeah I'm looking it's, at it now yeah it's proper funny some lass in a pool just a couple of people <laughs> just go and watch the trailer it's hilarious I'm just watching it now it's, it's people doing amateur dramatics but it's the fact that it's going to be edited into this one move look at the, the someone's got a remote control orca on a pond <laughs> Uh, someone's animated to it. Someone's got a false beard on, pretending to be Richard Dreyfus. It's it's just great. It's all so, with the jaws, jaws drawn on a blackboard behind him. 
<laughs> yeah. If you just if you just uh, check it out and give those people give those guys a follow the Daily Jaws. It's it's pretty cool, really. What they've what they're doing. Oh, proper God. proper obsession with um with the what film a and so on. Brilliant, brilliant. And bring idea. It, 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 we we had a right laugh as well. We had a right laugh. I love that so. story. I love it. Um, right, I think it's just about yeah. time to get on to, you know, yeah. what we're here business. for. Business. So, I usually insert the jingle, but and I don't have it to play offhand. So, so let's just imagine a jingle right now. Slightly, Slightly quite crap films. There you go. That'll do. Oh, that's such a brilliant jingle. <laughs> it's the best. It? It's the yeah. absolute best. Awesome. Whoever is playing that recorder, mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, slightly quite crap films. Last week, we, um, we, we, we posited a sort of category, didn't we? We looked at. We were yeah. going to try and get people to look at summer camp movies and I thought that was quite a big genre and then when I yeah. looked out when I started looking into it post podcast I was like actually there's not that many for, that's an almost it's a bit too specific I should have just said holiday films but maybe yeah. maybe we can broaden it next time but we have got quite a number of suggestions regardless um, yeah. but I think it was it was a smaller pool than I anticipated so apologies for that but we've got some crackers in here so I thought I'd start as I did last time with some recommendations and who recommended them and yeah. then tell you what, what I've watched and you can chip in if, if I don't know if you managed to watch any but I know you've seen a lot of these before so you can uh... well I can join in I've, I've, um, I've got a little list that I'd like to share with you but it'll only take a moment yeah. and we can do that later I kind of see our dynamic as you're knowledgeable and I'm the idiot who's never watched anything no, I don't think that's the case <laughs> at all which is amusing because <laughs> under the last guise of our uh, podcast I think I came off across as mildly intelligent so that was quite good but no more no more hey mate no, <laughs> you were more than mildly. Oh, stop it, you! <laughs> um, so we have um, a regular listen. Martin Noon suggested yeah. one crazy summer, which I've never ever heard of. So I might have to invest in. I didn't. I didn't look into it. This one I haven't heard of, but I know of the the series. Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, and apparently that's a classic of the genre. And Ernest, I didn't realise. Yeah, I didn't realise. Have you watched it? Uh, I'm sure I've seen at least one Ernest film in my time. And oh, good lord. Aren't they synonymous with just being a little bit crap? So actually (laughs) ideal for this. Exactly. Um, Perhaps too crap if you watch too many of them sequentially. Yeah. Ernest Ghost Camp. Martin, I'm really sorry. I couldn't bear the thought of watching that. So I passed over that one. Um, My sister recommended Emma Courtney. She recommended Space Camp. Oh, yeah. With with Leaf Phoenix. And Kate Capshaw. That's from the 80s, isn't it? Yeah. I watched uh, that because that's on streaming services for free. I watched that uh, about six months ago. And it's it's a classic example of a film that was aimed at kids in the 80s, but if you watch it now, no wonder we are all so messed up. Right. It's, yeah. it's so creepy. Like it's, oh, right, yeah. But it takes a real sharp twist near the end, near-ish the end. It's like, it's, it's like a classic kind of Disney movie type thing. I don't know if it is Disney. Hmm. Um, and then near-ish, probably last third... 
it just they bring in the the aliany type things that are mm. you know they didn't do CGI so it was all puppets and there's something really creepy about 80s space puppets and <laughs> there is space creepy about puppets and, yeah oh, I, and I was watching it and I was just like this is so messed up how did we, how did it get through I don't know but, um, anyway so I, yeah. I haven't watched that again because I'm scarred for life um, yeah. so that was recommended by my sister and then uh, a friend of mine Suda Pomeray she recommended uh, Carry On Camping along with Ed Finch oh. she recommended that um, Ed Wood Ed would um, suggest that. I think Ed was an extra in Carry On Camping. Are you joking or is he serious? No, I, I honestly think that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, we're going to come back to the Carry On series because I did, I did yeah. uh, invest in that one. Um, right. Nuts in May by someone uh, called uh, by someone <gasps> on Twitter called Lois, but she didn't give a surname. So Lois the Maths Diva is her Twitter. Twitter well, handle. Lois, you maths, you maths diva, <laughs> Lois. Nuts in May is an. Uh, have you seen? No, Nuts I don't in know May? anything about. Oh, it. mate, it's. I mean, it. I don't know. It, it is a camping film. Yeah, but it's it's Mike Lee. It's just bloody brilliant. Nuts in May. I think it, it might be on streaming, but. It's just brilliant. It's got Alison Steadman in. Okay. It's just ace. And is it it's is it a great. comedy? What what sort of yes. film is it? It's one of those observational comedies. It's a Mike Lee film, so you've got that sort of improvisational quality to it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just got loads of quote. I, I mean, I've it's just, you've sprung that on me. I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> Nuts in May is not crap. It's brilliant. Wow. And um, however for our podcast it's, it's still worthy of discussion because it's one of those gems that people might not be aware of well I, maybe I mean again that's that didn't make the cut for me but I think maybe I'll come okay. back to it yeah, yeah um, we've still got a few to get through Graham Andre suggested um, American Pie Bandcamp which I, could, I couldn't <laughs> get hold of without spending hard earned cash so no <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to be worth it. I think I saw enough so. uh, it's an ass in the last movies that I watched last week and the week before <laughs> so I needed a bit of a break mind you I watched Carry yeah. On Camping so maybe not yeah um, the lovely Beth suggested The Parent Trap oh yeah as did yeah. Um, Amanda who didn't leave us her name but Twitter handle uh, Nice Red Bike 2 what a lovely t- oh, what a yeah, lovely yeah. Twitter handle that's a lovely Twitter handle um, and she also Amanda also recommended Race for Your Life Charlie Brown Oh right, um, which all. is free on streaming, so I will watch that. Oh, right. but I haven't yet. And then my favourite, which is too good to include, I felt. Um, yeah. But God, I need to watch it again. Uh, Mr. J. Simmons recommended The Great Outdoors. Ah, uh, yeah. Such a good movie. I've not watched that. Not, not a holiday. Ca- well, is it a holiday? Ca- I guess it is. I guess it is. I think we can put but it in it's, there. Oh, it's so funny. So yeah. funny. So uh, out of those. Yeah, I watched Meatballs because I, I actually had watched Meatballs the week prior. So, um, mm. uh, but I'll, I'll pretend that the, I, I watched it because Graham recommended it. Thanks, Graham. Mm. Um, yeah. And I watched uh, this morning. Um, I watched uh, Carry On Camping um, in in seven minute segments <laughs> across my day because I realised I hadn't watched it and we were recording this this afternoon. So in between all my final tutorials, I was watching tiny little segments of this film. Yeah, that's that's immense. That. Sort of that's brilliant. Um, so I, I, I want to. I kind of want to talk about the Carry On film first. 
Yeah. Um, but the, we can go into a massive rabbit hole with carry-on films, I suspect. I, I, I have a feeling what we should do is just stick with carry-on camping because we'll end up going off at tangents. And yeah. I already want to in my head, yeah. so I'm trying really hard not to. All right. Well, let's let's see how we do for time. And if Meatballs falls by the wayside, yeah. sorry, Bill Murray. Um, <laughs> so... Um, what I wanted to do first is a little bit of light humour and I've got yeah. a carry-on quiz for you ah go on are you ready for a carry-on quiz are you testing me because I'm not, not very good really. at this sort of on the spot stuff yeah um, go on then and I got I thought uh, to make this amusing I got my five year old to read the questions <laughs> from text because he's learning to read great oh that's lovely <laughs> But it means you probably won't have any idea what it's. This is like when you got them singing a song from the eighties. <laughs> All right, so Go. I'm going to try and play this into the microphone for you. Um, so here's question one. How many carry on forms have there been? <laughs> That's brilliant. I-, I wonder if there's been. About 25. You're going with 25? Yeah. It's 31. Is it? Yeah, but that's not mm. too bad. You did okay. I name them. You did okay. Yeah. Thank you. Did, you. did you enjoy the question, though? That was a... Sorry, I was I was too <laughs> under pressure to actually respond to the brilliant reading. Excellent reading there, yeah. <laughs> All right, question two. What was the name of... The first one. Did you get that? Was yeah. Was it carry? It was. Was it Carry On Sergeant? It was Carry On Sergeant. Yeah. Good job, sir. Good Cheers, job. Buddy. That I didn't think you'd get any of these, but that is. I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. All right. There's Thanks, five man. questions. So here's number three. What was the name of the? Lo- Lost one. That was <laughs> Carry On Columbus. It was. Remember the year or thereabouts? Nineteen eighty-nine. It was ninety-two. That one. <sighs> I watched that in the cinema. Did you? I'll never get that back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Jim Dale in it, didn't it? Jim Dale, bless him, I loved him. Oh God. Um, yeah. So Carry On. Carry On Columbus was the last one. There was a huge gap between the one before that and that one. Um, mm. I think it only. Oh yeah, it was Carry On Emmanuel. Yeah, it was. And then yeah, there the was one a huge before. gap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And apparently, there's a, a, a new set of them coming out this year or next. I, oh, is there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, most of the cast, if not, <laughs> you know, the vast majority, sure are long world, gone. So I think the it'll world's be yeah. ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question three. What was the name of the first? Carry on flame film starting Sid James. <laughs> um, was it? <laughs> he's brilliant. Was that? Was it carry on cabby? Uh, actually, I've just realised he's done this as a multiple choice. So oh, uh, right, uh, okay, well, we might have to wait not, like ten not minutes cabby, to get then. him all out. But yeah. here we go. Was go on. Carry on Constable Constable Carry on Doctor Or Carry on Up the Justice 
Um, I'm, I'm thinking it was. Oh, oh sorry, go on. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking it was. Uh, oh, I can't even remember now. The middle one. What was the middle one? So we had one? Carry On Constable, Carry On Doctor was the middle one, and Carry, carry On Doctor. Jungle. Carry On Doctor. It was Carry On Constable. Oh. I can't. I, I wouldn't have remembered that there was a constable and a sergeant. I didn't realise there was there was two. I've, I've gone through my whole life thinking they were the same. Some of them um, have two. Some of them have two. So there's like carry on nurse and then there's carry on again nurse or something like that. So. Yeah, carry on doctor again or something. yeah, yeah. So okay, so you're doctor. doing pretty well. I'm impre- you've done better than I would have done on this. I, I haven't had any time to revise. And I've got one. I would have done s- question. Go on. Left. You ready? Go on. Yeah. What was the cherries? Charles. Charles, how? I can't make that. <laughs> Last flame. <laughs> what? Is film. it Charles Hortry's? Yeah. Charles Hortry's last film. Yeah. Before. Before he, he was. was well, I put sacked here. He wasn't sacked. he wasn't asked back after this one. He, he had um, he was a very he was a troubled he, man. He was he was a very troubled man. Yeah. yeah, he was a very troubled man. And I used to. It was funny because when you were, I mean, if you can imagine the in the seventies, they were pretty much the staple thing on telly. You know, the Carry On films. You could guarantee that they'd be on the telly. Yeah. And the reason they worked was because as a kid watching them, you kind of didn't get the double entendre at all. You just got the slapstick. Yeah. So. Bernard Breslau standing up and putting his head through the top of a tent is just absolutely hilarious <laughs> when you're seven. <laughs> and when you're, I don't know, when you're 37, the, the jokes become different. I don't know what his last film was. Was it Carry On? Um, it might have been Carry On Camping. Uh, it was a bit later than that. He's done a multiple okay. choice, but I've, to be honest, I've, I've oh, kind right. of lost the will to live with the, with the, the, okay. the speed Fair of his reading. He's, do, he's done very well. <laughs> he has. He's done fantastic. I'm so proud yeah. of him. The the one he, the last one he did was in 1972, I think. Was it abroad or something? Go, yeah, abroad. yeah. Carry on abroad yeah. was his last one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know bits and bobs about the Carry On films. I, I obviously mm. watched loads of them because they were on telly all the time as a kid. But as a kid, I didn't really get much of it. I knew that it was a little mm. bit silly and a bit kind of. Mm. I don't want to say smutty. That sounds too serious. Saucy. 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 That's a better word. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I was the reason why I chose it is because I thought I wonder how these feel as an adult to watch them when you've never seen them as an adult um, yeah. and so so I watched Carry On Camping which I'll get to in a minute but when but when I was doing a little bit of reading about it to see see just get a bit of background on it really and, yeah. and, and obviously prep this quiz um, I, I, I really f- homed in on, on Charles is it Hawtrey is that how yeah you? Charles Hawtrey I know yeah. a lot about Sid James already and, and so I just thought I'd focus in on, on someone I didn't know so much about and what's really funny in Carry On Camping is he's is, is often in most of his scenes are walking around in tiny tiny shorts and like the most yeah. frozen chip white legs I've ever seen <laughs> yeah yeah and he's on his own he's on his own in a lot of it isn't he yeah he's, there's not much interaction with anyone but I was super surprised when I was reading about him um, mm. about his life and just like yeah. just 
how tragic his life mm. was from a point within the movie the movie series onwards um when his mother died and how close he was to his mother he used to have his mother yeah. on set and stuff and yeah um and his Wikipedia page is quite harsh on him. I mean, he's not well remembered as, in terms of his likability as a person, and he was he was horrible no. to his fans. Yeah, um, yeah. He'd like he'd just throw stuff at them, and if they ever asked him for autographs, he'd rip up all their stuff and, and yell in their faces. And this is children as well that he would do yeah. this to. Oh and, God! Um, there's a story that on his deathbed, a nurse asked for him asked him for his autograph and he just yelled abuse at her oh god I, di- I didn't know any just, of that oh my god. I knew that I knew that he was quite old when he I mean I think he was born he's a first world war baby I think mm. you know I, I don't I don't know much about him but he did fascinate me when I was you know I, he's the one I used to like you yeah. know because Sid James was the sort of character your dad would like yeah. um, and you know and Charles Hawtrey and Jim Dale were the characters I, the actors I liked, you know, because they were kind of hapless and funny and so yeah. on. Yeah, he was in his 40s when the first Carry On film, he was in the first Carry On film, Sid I think. James. But I might be wrong with that. Not Sid James, Charles Hawtrey. Char- yeah, well, I think he, both he was quite them, old, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, quite old. Well, yeah, they were both quite old, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah he was born in 1914. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so I was really it. surprised and, and like they were saying in his latter years you'd find him in the local pub which almost yeah. sounds like it's going to be a nice story and then it's just like yelling abuse at the punters <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh dear like, yeah oh that's really God, what a, that's you know. really sad isn't it yeah um, and at his funeral there were only nine people and no family God I mean my my memory of him he, he makes me laugh and I, and I love I love it when he rocks up in a carry-on film. Mm. And I must admit, there was a Christmas a couple of years ago where, I don't know, you know how busy Christmas gets. We got in after something that we'd had, you know, that we'd been to, some relative relatives or something. Mm. And then we got in and we just put the telly on because we were both absolutely knackered like you are at Christmas. Tom had gone to bed and flipping carry-on camping just started. (laughs) And I, I was just like, this is what I want. I want this right now. Yeah. So I've watched this recently. It was only two years ago, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and and we laughed that we laughed out loud. At yeah. It's ridiculousness. And it's, and it's, it's Britishness. It's so yeah, so British. I can't. I have no idea how well it was received across the pond. But I can't imagine they would tap into it on the same level no. at all. As it's just so I, British. I think it's the kind of. Britain, it's the kind of England that sort of narrow-minded meatheads want to go back to. Mm, yeah, they want that. They they want that world yeah. where someone falls in a load of mud and everyone pisses their sides <laughs> laughing at them. You know, cruelly. They want that world back. Yeah, and where, um, where women are just just ogled at by married yeah. men all the way all the oh, way through. Oh yeah, let's. Let, why can't life be like carry on camping? That's what we want. Oh, God. And I want to be Sid James dressing as a hippie. Yeah. You know, because you've got... Is it Carry On Camping's the one, well, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I wanted, I wanted to talk James about the ending. It's such... I mean, I, there's, they there's, have a festival there's academic there. papers written about that ending and what it means for society and stuff, because it is a really <laughs> peculiar ending. 
Yeah. For people who might not know the plot, I mean, everyone will know certain scenes with like bras popping off and stuff. And yeah, but the plot is essentially that that Sid James is a dirty old bastard, and he wants to, and he's and and he's uh, he's trying. He, he sees an advert for a nudist camp, and he's trying to get yeah. get in there. He, he has to take his partner, but he doesn't want to be with his partner. He wants to be with no. the naked people at the camp. Um, but they essentially get duped into going to a guy, a, fa- a, a dodgy farmer who's just out for field. He's for brilliant, him. He's brilliant. <laughs> who's he? He's brilliant. I can't, I can't remember the actor, who, but I love the little joke about it. Me. I wrote it down somewhere. But yeah, there's loads he's of just great, him. Subtle, stupid jokes in there. And there's a sign on his. Um, Peter Butterworth. Peter Butterworth as Josh Fiddler. Josh Fiddler, that's it. And his, it and his farm I've just, just says A Fiddler's Farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Jokes. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't realise that, like, that some of the jokes are obviously um, have, have, ta- have, have carried the test of time and have been picked up by bigger movies. So, like, the silhouette joke with the tent. Yeah. Is, is I mean everyone will remember that from my generation is as, as an Austin Powers joke. Like the, the, they make a huge deal out of that kind of visual joke in Austin Powers. But and it, but there it was in yeah. Carry On Camping. It was hilarious. And it was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, as well, it was. With yeah, Tim yeah. Curry. I mean, perhaps and that's he, where he took it from. It's probably a bit more popular across the sea. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, really, really funny. Um, some just some good gags, but like gags that you couldn't tell in stand up now. People are just drop the jaw at you or think you think it was a yeah. crap joke but but because it's got that s- silly charm of n- old England as it were like 60s England yeah. it, it, it works and it's it's funny but that ending so hmm. so they're, they're on this they're on this field that's not the campsite that they thought it was but they're trying they're trying to turn it into this campsite essentially which is um, hmm. you know whatever and it end, the way that it ends is that a, 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 a massive massive group of hippies come in and set up camp alongside them and just ruin everything essentially and the movie ends with with some of the girls running off with the hippies and the rest of them I don't want to say getting serious because there's still silly jokes but it does feel like the tone changes from from, this is our country this is all wacky and silly to oh my god they're ruining everything these effing hippies these hippies yeah. and I thought that's quite that's quite a strong yeah. and and obtuse way to end the movie I thought but it's 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 really um, yeah it's a weird ending I remember watching it and thinking that's a really weird ending but Charles Hawtrey goes off with them yeah that's where he ends up with them at the end <laughs> I think and that I must just mention a link that's just emerged in the in the sh- in the in the podcast that we're recording now, and that's Bernard Breslau, who plays Sid James's mate. He's a he like talks like oh, oh, I oh I Sid oh I Sid. <laughs> he's like that. He's blooming brilliant, Bernard Breslau, and he's in Hawk the Slayer. <laughs> How is he? I'm just throwing that out brilliant there. Yeah, link. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when links come together like that, mate. We're, we're actually. We've been banging on about stuff, haven't we? Yeah, what, well, I, we've we got doing? a couple of minutes left. Um, yeah, go on, I, carry on. You tell us more. So while I was while I was looking at more stuff about it, I found mm. something. That's, these things always fascinate me. I found the BFI um, guidance on what needs to be cut for it to come out. Right. Are you ready for this? So it's, there's, there's yeah. just little bits yeah, and bobs brilliant. that they've suggested have to be cut or changed. I'm not sure if <laughs> this is on. for the TV version or for it to actually just get general release. Um, yeah. But I've not really seen many of these before. But 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 and it's only a few. It says real one. Remove the line. Quotes. She's been showing me how to stick my pole up. End quote. 
<laughs> but that's in the film. I saw it today. Yeah. So, so yeah. maybe this is for an edited version. Yeah. Real three. Remove the line. There's quite a lot of difference between our legs. <laughs> and then it says remove all dialogue relating to phallic symbols. <laughs> Real seven. Delete the line. Erection is fairly simple. It's getting it to stay up. <laughs> and re-edit the scene when the two men and two girls are in the tent in such a way as to remove or greatly reduce the innuendo in the lines. How about these two things sticking out in front? <laughs> and get a hold of them with both hands. <laughs> I mean, it's just Ace, isn't it? They don't make them like that anymore. Indeed, indeed. Well, I, I, I mean, I think they, I um, they 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 dried they dried up, didn't they? In the earlyish seventies, yeah. and there's some really it interesting the articles about why that happened yeah. as well, and how. Um, well, it was parallel, really, with like the Hammer Studios, the Hammer Horror Studios. Mm. They they struggled as the sixties turned to the seventies. Mm. They really struggled, um, and I think. You know, you're only looking. You're looking at carrying on camping in 1969, and ten years later, you're all you're deep. You're deep into the Saturday Night Live American influences, mm. like Animal House, Kentucky Fried Movie, and a bit later, Airplane and stuff yeah. like that. You got all those things coming out then, haven't you? Things things moved on. You know, yeah, and and the Hammer movies struggled because of that. They couldn't move on. You know, after The Exorcist came out, that was it. I suppose, yeah, that would have just kind of destroyed them mm. in in yeah. terms of one-upmanship, if you like, of yeah. shock and horror. I, I researched, I researched, mate, just some camp films, not camp films, <laughs> <laughs> summer camp films. But before I did, I just loved the just to finish off the. Uh, um, carry on camping I loved the tagline which was a campsite for sore eyes <laughs> and the fact that it was premiered in Hull <laughs> that was the research I found <laughs> and they filmed it in the autumn and had to paint the mud green oh is that right yeah uh, that's they, British they, film they had to film all of them over. like there was a six week mm. period for every film wasn't there yeah. Um, yeah, just and the actors got paid out. nothing. They got paid like three, no. four grand or something per film. Yeah, like the biggest yeah. names in the film got four or five grand yeah. a film, and they had to take like yeah. buses to work and stuff. And yeah. wow, it was it it was proper shoestring stuff. Yeah, um, just the movies that I mean, I found it really hard this because I, I went straight to horror, and I think you you berated me for it last <laughs> time, but I did go straight to <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> with Kevin Bacon, and. Um, but I did think about the burning as well. That was a that was one that cropped up, which is a classic of the camp uh, summer camp genre. And um, I'd, a sequence, and it did come up when I searched for it, is um, is when Wednesday Adams in Adams Family Two, right? Going to oh, camp. that is a great call. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to leave that there oh, because I've that's said amazing. <laughs> I love Adams. Adams Family Two is a great film. It's cr- and the first one's a bit weird, but the second one nailed corkers. it. Absolutely yeah, nailed it. Yeah, the corkers out there. Yeah. The corkers there. I've not watched those for decades, um, but um, did enjoy them. What's, what's Christa, Christina Richard doing now? She was she was on in she was a top bill movie star, wasn't she? She was great. Last time I saw her, I, I was um, I make that sound like she she was in the spa when I was getting my lager. When I were in spa, getting some lager, uh, Christina, Christina 
what's her name? Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. She was there. I last saw her in Monster with uh, about the Eileen Warner. That was Charlize the, um, Theron. Serial killer. Yeah. Right. That was that was that was electric. That film. Yeah. That was a brilliant film. But um, yeah, I, I don't know because she was really good. She was in Sleepy Hollow as well. Yeah. Wasn't she? Maybe she's she doing really TV now. I mean, loads of them are. Loads of actors. Loads of them are invested yeah. in big, big budget TV series. Now. Uh, we'll have to look at it for another time. We will. Right, Let's should stick we, it on the should list. we should we draw to a close? I think we could do with offering another kind of theme. I, I mean, I I, yeah. I I think I kind of failed with that theme because it wasn't quite broad enough. Do you want Do you want to try and pick up the I, pieces I've, and offer a slightly broader? Yeah, I, I think I don't think you failed at all because we've actually we're overrunning and there was plenty to true. Talk and about I only got through and, one of my two um, films, <laughs> and we got some great suggestions coming in. Yeah, you did because you were going to talk about meatballs. Never mind. Um, <laughs> if you've done loads of research, Ed, we can uh, research Ed. If you've done loads of research ed we can um, we can come back to it next time but i wondered i, I mean i i do want to i do want people to have a little think we've t- we touched on it with um with with carry on films being absolutely shoestring budgets yeah. no budgets do you know nuts in may i think it may have been supported by the bbc but it's early 70s yeah. that i'm thinking what about shoestring budget british movies british isles movies and there's plenty to go on there straight away obviously i can think of i can think of a ton of horror yeah. but what else what about the comedies what about films like twin town what a movie oh, that is yeah, twin yeah. town which got lost a little bit in the wake of like the train spottings and stuff like that but a great movie yeah um, I'm I'm sticking with Hawk the Slayer if anyone wants to join me with that. And I'd really I'm going to actually watch it tonight because I've got all fired up about it and I've got the vinyl soundtrack. So I want to talk about that next time if if people will indulge me. And I've got, I've just put an article about it on our Twitter. Brilliant. So so, so like independent British films. Yeah. From zero budget. Yeah. And do you know what, Ed? I think if people have got a favourite carry on, let's hear from let's hear about them as well. Yeah, well I'd quite like to watch a few more now. Yeah, I can't, well, you I can't carry- remember which ones I've seen and which ones I haven't. Screaming, you wanna watch Screaming, mate, and <laughs> you wanna watch Kyber. You wanna watch Kyber. You wanna watch Kyber and Screaming. Right. Those are my two recommendations. Okay. I've I've I'll pretend I've written that down. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's really good. Right, mate. Have an absolutely right, I think we'll call it a day. week. Um, I've, uh, yeah, and yeah, we'll 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 pick up again next week. Are you good yeah. for next week? Let's do it, mate. Brilliant. Um, and thanks everyone for listening. Cheers for getting in touch. Do do everything that it tell, tells you to do in jingle, and if we've <laughs> if we've still got one, um, do everything. And uh, hello, Craig, and and just just make sure that um, you keep listening and keep sharing. Absolutely. And look out for that Jaws premiere. Definitely. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take care. See you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. The Slightly Crack Film Podcast was brought to you by Hal Roberts and me, Ed Southall, in partnership with our wonderful sponsors, Freaky Frank's Fungal Foot Powder and Simon's Fish Bazaar, where every fish is an awkward surprise. Find us on Facebook at Crap Film Podcast. And then do it all over again on Twitter at Crap Film Podcast, because you can never get enough of a crap thing. <laughs>